Welcome to WP Radio, guys. It's a great special edition that we're putting on this week. Uh, we're speaking with the Toronto delegates before they actually uh, the ballots go out for people to vote on who they want to be the delegates. So I did a couple of interviews. I actually did three. I interviewed all of the delegates and got an opportunity to speak with each one of them. Uh, please listen to the podcasts of all three delegates. Great information. Great guys. Um, just sit back, relax, enjoy these podcasts. They're going to be wonderful. They're pretty short. They're between 10 and 15 minutes each. And uh, you'll get to know a little bit about each of the delegates and uh, why they want to be a part of the OIAA. And that's important. So please listen to the podcast and then make sure you vote. All right. Thanks, guys. It's uh, Terry Doherty, WP Radio. I'm just doing a check-in here with our... Uh, actually incumbent for our Toronto delegate election that's coming up in uh, later this month. So uh, tonight I welcome Zohair Nazir um, to the podcast. Zohair, uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Thank you very much. The pleasure is mine. So Zohair, uh, you got a lot of initials and acronyms behind your name. Um, and uh, I just, uh, I, first and foremost, uh, tell me a little bit about you. Uh, for those people that don't know you, let's uh, get to know you. So, um, well, I'll start with uh, just a brief introduction about myself. Um, I was born and raised in the Middle East. Uh, I was born in Oman, in Muscat. And uh, <clears throat> my dad, uh, who is now retired, was also a claims adjuster. Uh, um, and he was in the profession for about 35 years. Wow. Um, and he used to basically take me with him for site visits uh, when you know when I was in school or when I was in university, and uh, that's how I sort of developed the interest uh, of uh, adjusting claims. You know, like traveling to different properties, uh, having a look at different losses, meeting with different people. Um, <clears throat> so that's how I developed the interest, and then I started working. I actually got. Uh, hired by uh, Cunningham Lindsay uh, back in 2017, uh, sorry, 2007, uh, when there was a tropical cyclone that hit Oman and uh, started working with them. Uh, that was more of a part-time thing. Um, and then uh, they offered me a full-time job and then I moved to uh, Qatar uh, where I worked for Cunningham Lindsay on a full-time for over seven and a half years. And then, uh, you know, this you say the seven-year itch where, you know, you sort of think, okay, it's time for a change. And uh, I uh, sort of, I was offered a position by Aeon in Dubai as a senior claims consultant. Uh, so I sort of decided, okay, let's try the dark side for a while. <laughs> and um, I sort of uh, joined Aeon. But then as soon as I got there, I was like, no, this is, this is not something that I would be really keen on doing. And then... I uh, left Dubai and then I went to Oman where I worked with uh, Advanta, which is a UK-based company, uh, same into adjusting claims um, as a senior claims adjuster. I worked with them for almost uh, two years. Um, in between, I was offered uh, a contract position in the Caribbean. Uh, so I was in uh, the US Virgin Islands for about seven months, uh, working after... Uh, Hurricane Irma and Maria, and uh, went, uh, got done with my uh, experience in the Caribbean, <clears throat> excuse me, went back to Oman, I lived there for a, for a bit, and then I moved to Canada. I got here in uh, 2019, 
and uh, started working with Crawford. Um, I was sent to the Bahamas uh, for uh, Hurricane Dorian. Uh, I was there in the Bahamas for about three months, uh, came back, and then uh, COVID-19 happened. And uh, yeah, and then uh, I sort of uh, uh, started working with uh, the cooperators now. So I'm, I'm currently working with the cooperators um, in the uh, property claims uh, team. So that's just a brief introduction about me. And uh, in terms of all those initials, um, I've done my bachelor's in business administration from um, uh, Bridline Institute of Technology. I've done my uh, certificate from the Chartered Insurance Institute in the UK. I've done my certificate from the um, Chartered Institute of Loss Adjusters in the UK. I've done my um, associateship from the Insurance Institute of India. I've also got a certificate in marine insurance from the uh, College of Banking and Finance in Bahrain. And I've got uh, GIE, which is General Insurance Essentials, uh, from the um, um, Insurance Institute of Canada. And I'm working towards my CIP now. Wow, good for you. And you've traveled a lot. I was just reading your little bio and I was like, wow, this is incredible. Um, good for you. That's great. Um, yeah. Tell me a bit about your school. It looks like you uh, you enrolled yourself in the Duke of Edinburgh. Yes, I was. Uh, this was when I was back in, in Oman uh, when I was in school. Uh, so I enrolled with uh, the Duke of Edinburgh and uh, um, was enrolled with a lot of activities, you know, like traveling around, um, you know, like camping and uh, doing a lot of social work as well. Um, and I've got my gold standard as well. So, uh, yeah proud to have that and uh can say i've been there done that wow that's fantastic and you've done a lot of cat work as well so that's fantastic <clears throat> for for cooperators whoever has you right so that's amazing yeah. well I, I i must i must say that i'm i'm really uh, i'm really excited to be working with cooperators because uh, so far they've been absolutely fantastic um so it's a great company to work for i must admit I couldn't tell you. I've been with the same company for 26 years. Nice. Yeah. So, um, tell me why you um, you want to come back and join the executive. I mean, I know that's kind of a loaded question, but if you you know, um, I know you joined last year and it was uh, a one year term. Correct. And uh, unfortunately, we've had the pandemic for almost most of it. So. Correct. So I mean, the um, when I. When I moved to Canada and I started working with Crawford and sort of got involved with the industry, the, the first uh, OIAA event was the Christmas uh, Christmas party, uh, which I was actually invited to. Um, and uh, I think, I mean, again, I was I was really keen on joining the OIAA. It's a great it's a great organization, um, great set of people, um, and I think with my experience coming from different regions of the world, different um, sort of insurance markets. I think with that experience um, and also different work, you know, like working with different companies, um, I think I can contribute a lot to the OIAA. And the reason why I want to stand uh, again and is because, of course, because of the pandemic, uh, everything was online. And I think it makes a big difference when you do it in person. Um, and also in terms of, for example, organizing different events, like say, for example, the Christmas party or even the the golf tournament. Um, 
so on and so forth. You know, anything to do with you know, like organization, be a part of it. I, I think I can I can really contribute um, because I have the experience in in organizing and being part of various nonprofit organizations in the past. Um, and I've held, you know, like other than work, I mean, I've been part of uh, my uh, my Dragon Ball team where I was the vice president, where we used to organize different events, run the whole team. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think um, I... I um, You're a fan of cricket? I, <laughs> uh, absolutely, uh, without a shadow of doubt. In yeah. fact, I was uh, the, the captain of my cricket team in, in, in university. Good for you. Uh, so I've been, uh, I was into professional cricket and I was also into professional uh, dragon boat racing on an, on an international level. Wow. <clears throat> the things so, you learn. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely, and you know the, that's the thing because you know you meet different people, you live in different countries, uh, you you experience different cultures, um, different beliefs. You know, so I think uh, it sort of it also shapes you, and you know I think it makes you a better person as well. And I think bringing all this experience with me, not just work, but um, other than work as well, I think I can. Um, I can sort of contribute a lot to uh, the organization. Yeah, 100%, Zohair. I'm looking at everything you've done and the places you've been. I mean, you would definitely be an asset to the OIAA um, to continue on as a, a Toronto delegate. So anything that you know you haven't said yet that you think uh, the listeners should know about you? I mean, the election's coming up in a couple of weeks, but uh, you know, anything that we should know about you? Uh can you well, sum it up in a final um, little crescendo? Hey, this is O'Hare, and I'm what? So this is O'Hare. Um, I have been in the adjusting business for about 14 years. I've traveled uh, over 20 countries. I've worked at different, different, different countries. I've worked in about six, seven countries, um, and uh, I'm still. I'm. Uh, I think I'm young. I'm only 33. Um, I um, and I love being part of um, a social sort of an outfit like this and uh, contributing to the best of my abilities. Um, and uh, I think because of COVID-19, of course, everything was online. But uh, I'm really looking forward to um, standing again and getting elected again. Um, so that I could uh, sort of give my hundred percent and, you know, contribute to the best of my abilities. Okay. Well, with Zohair, with that, I will leave it and I wish you all the best and all the best luck in uh, getting reelected to a Toronto delegate position. And thank you very much for being on WP radio. Thank you very much indeed. The pleasure was mine. It's WP radio live and it's Terry. And uh, today uh, we have a, new uh, or aspiring Toronto delegate for the OIAA. And uh, I welcome Brian Levashowskis to the uh, podcast. Brian, uh, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me, Terry. Thank you very much. And uh, just before we got on, you said you got called out to a claim. So anybody listening in the background, I hear indicators and stuff. So you're, you might hear Brian honking his horn or you know, some background noise, so just bear with us, but uh, we just want to get a little to uh, get a look to get to know a little bit about Brian today. 
Yep, absolutely. And then, yeah, I apologize for the background. Oh, no. Don't worry about it at all, Brian. Um, First of all, let's uh, find out about you personally. Um, You know, um, married kids, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so married uh, for, I guess, let's see, about 10, 11 years now, I would say. Yeah, going on 11 years. Okay. Uh, And we got two little guys, uh, two kids, uh, a seven-year-old boy and a three-year-old boy. All right. Well, you must have uh, some great COVID stories for that stuff. We'll keep that for another day, though. But uh, yeah, yeah, there's tons. There's tons. Let uh, me tell you. I bet. Um, but let me. Um, I I just was uh, taking a look at your kind of bio before we got on the call, and I see that you uh, did uh, private investigations at Sheridan College. That's kind of what sprouted you into the insurance industry. Correct. Yes. So uh, I I wasn't sure what I wanted to do coming out of high school or or anything like that. So we took the public and private investigations program through Sheridan College. um, And within that program, they had a uh, insurance component of of, um, learning. And and I found that to be very interesting. Um, And all the different aspects of insurance that it's not just one thing of selling insurance or anything like that or just damages or underwriting like that there was so much to the insurance industry and that really piqued my interest yeah i always tell people it's the big little industry it's a little big industry that no one ever thinks about it's uh it's incredible where you can end up exactly and that, that's a perfect saying it's it's little but it's big at the same point oh it's massive and how many different pieces it touches like the construction end and just um all sorts of different areas um but right construction. Um, sorry what were we gonna say yeah no you're right construction you know liability cyber risks you name it, oh. it it's, it's all over the place insurance touches everything yeah it's everything not just one aspect or one facet it's, it, it's all over the place and and it's basically needed everywhere yeah once, once you think about it it's needed for sure yeah and you think about that barge ship so we're gonna kind of just we're gonna make a big pivot here for a second but you think about that barge that got stuck um in the Panama Canal and how much that affected everybody and the claims that are going to come from that is unbelievable. Yeah. And, and I I think I was reading something about it for every hour that canal was down. It was about $500 million worth of supply chain. Yeah. Claims that would be coming through. And I, I, I'm looking at those numbers and I'm like, well, it's days now. We like, I think it was over a couple of weeks that yeah. it was stuck in the, in the canal there. And it's like, well, now you're looking at like billions and billions of dollars of, of losses and claims. And where we're not necessarily going to see them right now, it's going to filter down the line, right? Like, it, it's not just going to happen right now. It, it's going to be, you know, maybe a couple months from now that some of these claims start coming through. It's like, oh, remember this? This is the main cause of the loss, right? Yeah. <laughs> that it, the, the, the canal was blocked and the supply couldn't get there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, back on track. Uh, sorry, I have this whole pivot thing sometimes. I was just, you know, um, let's let's talk about uh, your you you go from a Sheridan College and then you start working at Dollar Thrifty. Dollar Thrifty, the car rental. Yeah. yeah. So you work there as a damage recovery agent, so like in kind of a a subrogation person. You got it. Yes, subrogation person. Well, actually, I started as a triage. So I actually, the 
uh, receiving of the claims from across the country, so the vehicle damage and, and triaging it and, and data entry into the system, um, and then just natural progression through the system. I became a, da a damage recovery agent to uh, you know start recovering for for some of these losses that that occur. Oh, cool! And then where do you go from there? So from Dollar Thrifty, I went to Metro, uh, the grocery store chain, um, to their head office and uh, handled their liability and property damage claims. Um, and, and by saying handling, it's I'm kind of assessing them um, and trying to resolve the, the liability. So CGL, uh, slip and fall type losses, like, you know, those darn grapes and mushrooms that are on the floor and, yeah. and uh, wrinkled carpets um, to... Uh, property losses. So when a store has a water loss or, or a fire loss, um, I would assist um, with the adjuster on, on file that would be assigned um, and uh, learning from there. Yeah. So did they have a self-insured component that you were dealing with? Yes. Yeah, so the Metro had a high SIR, self self-insured retention portion. Yeah. So we, we had authority within a, a specific limit to attempt to resolve files. Um, and then once it's uh, exceeded it, and, and usually we could uh, be a, a quick judge of, okay, a broken hip, yeah, this is going to exceed the, the SIR <laughs> or, or a broken arm. Sure. Um, yeah, though those ones uh, we, we would definitely be able to, to tell, and we would have to um, uh, report those to the insurer where the excess would be, and then we would assist in that program process as well with the adjusters um, gathering up information providing surveillance and we actually had opportunities to attend mediations and pre-trials and kind of get our feet wet um, with all the different aspects right and that, and that really started piquing my interest <laughs> and more and more seeing that there, there's so much more to the industry than just you know like I said, selling or, or a claim or, or anything like that. Yeah, that, yeah, no, I, I loved when I handled liability claims. I thought they were amazing. Now, it looks like you go from there over to uh, Cunningham Lindsay, which is now Sedgwick. Cunningham Sedgwick, you got it, yeah. Uh, so um, I, I we made some good connections. I made some good connections while I was with uh, Metro, um, a, a good team of guys uh, within Cunningham Lindsay. And I was working towards my CIP and I, I what else is there? What, what else can I do within the industry and grow and, and learn more? Um, and I, I thought, you know, I was reading one policy, although different types of policies for Metro, um, you know, going as an independent adjuster, uh, you, you get um, exposed to a, a lot more than just say one type of one person or one company or, or one type of policy there's there's multiple policies you read many different things um and, and you learn a ton a ton <laughs> an absolute ton yeah i bet so you're working for all sorts of insurers as an ia obviously yeah multiple insurers yeah absolutely yeah cool and what do you like doing best what's your favorite thing now that that my favorite part right now i is property i i'm really enjoying the property which is, is kind of funny considering at metro i handled a lot of the liability slip and falls cgl stuff now i've kind of switched focus into the property side of it and uh working towards um i i'm part of the major and complex loss division within sedgwick yeah and you know getting into the bigger and the different types of losses that occur and you know that that 
they're they're not all just you know five ten thousand dollar losses you're looking at you know millions of dollars of losses for sure um that that occurs um and also another or sorry one thing i forgot to touch on too is, is the condominiums as well we uh there's a, a program within sedgwick as well um that i've been exposed to and working on condominium losses um and yeah it's fantastic just the learning curve and the amount of information that's there and you know, I, I look at it as a, it's an opportunity to help at the end of the day. That, that's what we're really here to do. Yeah, absolutely. You put people back in their pre-loss position, right? That's it. That's what my son asks. My seven-year-old asks me. He goes, well, what do you do? And I, I, I try to explain it to him. So he basically goes, you help people. I, I said, for the most part, yes. You know, they, they sometimes they don't see it that way. <laughs> but yeah. I said uh, that that is what we try to do is put them back in the same place as they were before the loss and try to help them get there and then understand um, how the policy would respond. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me, um, have you ever been involved with the OIAA before, Brian? Um, I've been to events, but not involved specifically um with organizing anything or or being uh specifically yeah like involved with anything like that okay so what makes you want to join the oaa so you know a couple of lines tell me what you think why would you want to be a part of the oaa what can you bring to the oaa that you think is going to be great what i think would be great it's an opportunity um to to meet new people and kind of share ideas. I don't want to say I, I'm extremely young or I'm extremely old, but I, I feel like I, I'm potentially coming from a, a new school, a new train of thought um, that's maybe geared to the new generation of insurance that's coming out and, and have an opportunity to share ideas and you know maybe grow those ideas and continue on going forward. That's great. I mean, that makes a ton of sense. Now, you said you're not young and you're not old, so you're right in the middle? <laughs> I, I would say I, I'm in the middle, yeah. I, yeah, It's funny, yeah. I, I'm in, in my mid-30s right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully that's not the middle because I'm 50. I just turned 50, so I'm hoping that that's the oh, middle. Yeah. So, um, but I agree okay, with then, you. Then, then, okay, I'm on the young side then. Yeah, I'm on the young you're side. definitely on the young <laughs> side. Um, but that's I'll great. I mean... Um, you said you've attended some OIAA events. What have you been to? Have you been to golf or have you been to the Christmas gala? What have I've been you done? To both. Oh, you've been to I've both. I've been to the, I've been to the Christmas parties. I've been to a few Christmas parties, and a few of the golf events. Yeah, and like you said, they're great networking events. I've made lifelong friends um, from being part of the OIAA. Um, fantastic friends and. Uh, it, it's been wonderful for me, and I'm sure you know if you become a Toronto delegate, it'll be great for you as well. And uh, so, no, for sure, and and that's I feel like it's it's a progression like that. This is what I want to do is is constantly evolve um, and constantly you know meet new people and you know understand new experiences and learn new things. Right, ultimately at the end of the day, right, and, and share ideas and make things better basically or not better but you know move them along and streamline them for sure so who got you interested in uh, the oiaa um so a couple folks uh one's john slattery yes uh, everyone knows john we, everyone knows john we work together um and he, he he's a great resource and a great colleague and, and we we've become friends uh really quickly as well like you said so so john and and Lee Powell 
okay. Um, so, he, yeah. So he's uh, he he's uh, been like a mentor to me, and and he's just fantastic. Like yeah. he 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 says, it's a great step, and it's a great thing to be a part of, and you would want to do it going forward. For yeah, sure. absolutely. I I couldn't agree more. I got introduced to it uh, well back um, back in the early 2000s to be honest and then uh came back and got really involved uh through our current president actually simone sobelski um you know um got me involved in the kingston chapter and then uh eventually moving on to the uh oiaa um the main chapter but i agree you you need a good mentor uh someone to bring you along and uh that's great. I'm I'm really glad that you've got that, and uh, and those are two good names, solid names from the OIAA for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and they're great. And there, there's more guys too, like Rob Rob, Rob Ginn has has supported me as well. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he he's been around for for a little while as well, um, and and they really support me and you know and, and give me like good advice. And when I come to them with ideas, they they really. Um, nurture it and give me ideas as well right saying that yes but or yeah you're on the right lines and and they're great guys well that's like a great core guys to have around yeah absolutely i'm sure uh john would be a great mentor as well now um i i think that covers everything that we've got to know about you um with regards to the oaaa the, do you got a little pitch or something you want to say to the people that are going to be listening to the podcast over the weekend and before all the votes take place? Um, why should they pick you to be on the OAAA? That, uh, that putting me on the spot. There, Absolutely, um, man. Putting you on the spot. That's it. Uh, it, it just, I, I think I'd be a good, uh, a good representative and, and, you know, I, I listen to all ideas and, and I, it, it's a great opportunity to learn and, uh, you know, ha- go forward with this and, and help out everybody and, and pitch ideas if, if they're not necessarily a delegate, but that I'd be willing to listen to it. And, you know, I, I'm always accessible and, and always got time to listen and, and you know, talk it out and, and see see new ideas and listen to new ideas for sure. Well, that's great. And we need new, fresh, young ideas and people. So I wish you the best of luck. And uh, hopefully we're going to see you at uh, some future OIAA events as a delegate. Or if you're not as the delegate, if you just keep coming. I mean, there's, uh, there's lots of time. and uh, But hopefully you get selected and we can go from there. Perfect. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Even if I don't get selected, I'll still be going to the events. Let's, Perfect. let's be honest. We will definitely be going and, and good luck to the other uh, deli- or uh, nominees. Sorry, guys, we're back. I just had uh, some off the record discussion with Brian there just before uh, we hung up and he was telling me, you know, I was to ask him about his kids and having a great weekend. And he was pointing out that, or he was telling me that his son just got diagnosed with juvenile diabetes. And I was saying, Hey, did you know that the OIAA sponsors and is, a supporter of the juvenile diabetes and he said yes so i just wanted to touch on that quickly so brian it's been crazy with that recently yeah yeah it's been interesting uh you know the the education session well from the diagnosis right to to determine what was wrong we knew something was wrong we weren't sure what was wrong with him yeah but from the diagnosis to 
um, now the education and um, the the changes, the the lifelong changes, basically that he's going to have going forward. Um, it, it's been a whirlwind the past three or four weeks for sure. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, and it and like you said, you uh, just before we got back on, you were saying you know it was a sign that you should join uh, the OAAA, and I agree. I mean, there is a reason why Simone picked. Uh, JDRF. There is a ton of people in this area, in the OIAA, in the Kingston um, chapter, whose children have uh, juvenile diabetes. So it's really near and dear okay. to her heart. Um, I have type 2 diabetes. And uh, so I know exactly, and I got diagnosed with that a few years ago. So I know exactly what you're dealing with. But as a, an adult, I don't know how, you know, you, which is it, your younger or your older son? It's my older son, my seven-year-old, right? Okay. And yeah, and and yeah, you're right. Like, how do you explain to him that he has to take four insulin shots a day? And yeah. how do you explain that he has to have a finger prick four times a day? And, and, and how do you explain, um, like, you got to eat certain foods and certain things got to be balanced out? And you know, when you exercise, you got to eat a little more, and when you don't, and, right? Like, so that that's a lot of, um, you know, education. But you know, we're working through it, and. and we're with uh, he he's with sick kids, a sick kids doctor, so it, it really helps. Like they're fantastic, and and like the support we're getting from everywhere, it, it's really really good. Well, that's cool. I'm really happy that uh, that you join or you're looking to join the OIAA. Like I said, um, if you're the delegate or not, I want to introduce you to. There's one guy out here who is the poster child or the poster dad for um, juvenile diabetes. His name is Jeff Prescott. So I'm going to give him um, a little bit promo there. He's an amazing dad and his son got diagnosed with it. And he, uh, he I've had great stories and discussions with him about it. So um, that's amazing. Have a great weekend with your family. And uh, thank you. And uh, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Terry. And, right. and I really appreciate that. Yeah, no worries, man. Have a great weekend. You too. It's WP Radio Live, and it's Terry Doherty, and uh, we've got David Montgomery on today. He's a uh, general adjuster with uh, Global Technical Services at Crawford & Company. And, uh, David, thanks for being on the show today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, David, before we get going, I un- just want for the, all the listeners to know that you are applying to be the Toronto delegate with the OIAA, correct? Uh, correct. Excellent. Yes, I put my name forth. That's fantastic. Um, so before we get into why you want to be a part of the OIAA and your insurance industry, tell us a little bit about you. What are you, what are you um, interested in? What do you do? Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, as you said, I, uh, I moved down to Toronto approximately three years ago from a small northern Ontario town about uh, 550 kilometers north of Toronto. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit warmer down here, that's for sure. Um, personally, I do like uh, sports and uh, getting together with friends, colleagues, uh, having a few pops over the weekend, and uh, it's really about it, especially in these COVID days. Yeah. Well, we're in a lockdown right now, so for all those people listening, yeah. we ain't going anywhere. So. <laughs> No pops, no nothing outside the house. So that's right, virtual. Yes, absolutely. I'm sick of Zoom, but that's another that's another episode. Um, so, uh, what made you get involved in the insurance industry? 
I mean, you said you're a small town guy from up north. Yes, actually, uh, I've been exposed to the insurance industry uh, my entire life. My father was a manager of a brokerage up north. Uh, my brother actually took over that brokerage and figured what better way than uh, to follow in the family industry. And except I came over to the dark side of the adjusting. <laughs> Some people on the claim side would say it's the dark side is on the broker side, but I'll leave it for those <laughs> to right. discern. Um, so great, that's great. So you've been in the you've been exposed to insurance all your life, then. So those yes, you know those dinner table conversations. You were that child then that had to sit through those conversations. That's right. I got to listen about all the loss ratios. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, the broker <laughs> side. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. My kids tell me they know way too much about oil spills. Um, <laughs> so, um, but so let's talk about that. So you joined, uh, you, you joined the um, insurance industry. It looks like in 2011. Yes, uh, just a little over 10 years ago, I uh, went into our uh, small office there, the Crawford and Company office, and met with Mr. Mike Botton, who is part of the OIAA. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and he was uh, kind enough to give me a shot after I bugged him uh, quite a few times. And uh, the rest is history. I worked up north with Mike for approximately seven years. Uh, he was kind enough to share as much knowledge as possible with me and then uh, finally made the move down to Toronto. Yeah, Mike's a great guy, good mentor, I bet, too. Yes, yes. he was. Uh, I couldn't have learned from anybody better. So it, it says that you're with the Global Technical Services team, so you're um, just not your standard adjuster, so you do the CAT claims and all the other stuff. Yes, actually, I've been uh, quite a few CATs. Um, my favorite, obviously, are the international cats where you get to go down to the Bahamas during the winter or yeah. the Virgin Islands. Um, but yes, uh, doing a little bit of the uh, large loss adjusting now with Global Technical Services. Um, it's great. It's something new every day and uh, into the commercial industry. Yeah. So, yeah, Matt Rienzo has regaled me with uh, his cat stories. They all sound so glamorous because he's always in a warm place, and it's always yeah. in February here. So and We never tell you about the 16-hour work days, though. Yeah, no, no. That Who cares? You're in the sun and in the heat. That's so, right. You know. Um, but So that's great. So you've been in the industry quite a long time. Um, it says you also did police foundations as well. Yes, I uh, took police foundations at Algonquin College. Uh, oof, that would have been back in 2002, and then moved on to the University of Ottawa, where I obtained a degree in criminology. So, were you thinking about a policing background or a legal? Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I wasn't quite sure. I I was thinking about maybe working with victims of crime. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but it turns out I'm not bilingual. So Ottawa probably wasn't the best city for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that changed, and then you went back north, I guess, after that? And... Yes, I went back up north. Uh, and then, uh, again, that's around the time that I met up with Mr. Botton, and the rest is history. Yeah, excellent. So tell me about your uh, favorite – you don't need to tell me the actual claim, but what's your favorite types of claims you like to handle? Um. I do like the property. That is my favorite. Um, 
again, being from up north and not many adjusters around, uh, we got exposed to everything where we could have been doing a load transfer from a uh, transport in the ditch in the morning and doing a liability investigation in the afternoon to a house fire at night. So uh, we got exposed to everything up there. I would say that my favorite type of claims are the property, though. Um, the commercial property, I just like that uh, every loss is different. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Couldn't agree more. It's a new day. <laughs> That's time. right. Even if they say it's just, you know, you look at it and you go, oh, this is kind of like my other one that I have. They're never the same. Exactly. There's going to be 10, 15 things that are leave you scratching your head. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, how have you been involved with the OIAA before? Because you were talking about Mike Botton. He's very involved in it. Or have you just kind of been on the peripheral and just come to some events? Um, I've just been to a couple events. Uh, I was mostly the golfing up north. Um but it was actually Mike Botton who suggested that I become involved in it when he said that Toronto was looking for some delegates. And uh, I've seen, you know, what Mike has done with the OIAA, and I would like to be part of that as well, uh, give back to the industry that's basically given me so much. Yeah, no, I, I've got to agree. Um, my wife and I both were in the, well, my wife's no longer in the insurance industry, but we've been in it for you know, over 20 years, and it is a great industry. I was just saying to another person that, you know, it's a little big industry. It's this little industry that no one thinks about, but there's so many different areas of it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful thing. Now, what makes you want to join? Um, what do you think? Let me rephrase that. What do you think that you can bring to the OIAA for all the listeners that you know, wants them to vote for you to become the next delegate. What, what do you think? Um, I, to be perfectly honest, I just, uh, I want to give back, like I said, to the community or to the insurance industry that's given me so much. I do see that there's a lot of uh, emergence, uh, emerging uh, issues within the um, insurance industry, as you can see, especially with the pandemic going on right now. But there's, different items such as uh, technology and how that's impacting the adjuster's daily life. And for me, I just want to sort of be a leader in that uh, on where the industry is going as opposed to sort of sitting back and letting somebody else uh, handle it. I'm the type of guy that wants to get in and uh, sort of be a, a voice for the industry. Excellent. Well, that would be great. Uh, we're always looking for new and uh, people with, uh, you know, the ability to, um, you know, think on their own and provide great new insights. So that's great. I, I think that'll be great. And um, give me a quick five sentence or a couple of sentences that best describes you for our listeners. So what would best describe you as far as why someone should vote for you? Ooh, you put me on the spot. I don't like blowing my own horn here. No, no. Um, well, that's that's what this is. This is basically <laughs> an elevator pitch for people to get to know you, David, before they get to know you. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just very approachable. I like dealing with people. Uh, I like to help out any way that I possibly can. Uh, continuing education, I think, is very important. I want to be able to expose as many people as I possibly can to that. Uh, 
I just want to represent the uh, industry as best I can. Excellent. Well, that's a great answer. That's not really, you know, that's perfect. Well, perfect. you know, um, I thank you for your time. I wanted to keep it short and sweet so the listeners just get a little bit to know each of the candidates that are applying. And uh, hopefully you uh, are a successful candidate. If you're not, I hope to still see you at events. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Perfect. I thank you very much for your time. Yeah, no problem, David. And uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Perfect. Thank you.